This is episode number five of Success Habits of Christian Entrepreneurs. Wait, did I get that right? This podcast is for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. This is the Success Habits of Christian Entrepreneurs podcast, where we look at the habits and strategies of world-changing entrepreneurs to achieve real results. Today is about the power of you. Are you ready to go to the next level? Well, you're at the right spot. Finding solutions to become the greatest. And now, here's your host, Mike Holmes. So we're back, guys. We are talking about Christian millionaires, billionaires, and what they do differently than everybody else. Now, what most people do not know is that out of the 13.1 millionaires in the world, 7.4 million or 56% identify themselves as Christian. Now, this is in contrast to the 6% who identify themselves as Muslim, the 3% who identify themselves as Hindu, and the 1% who identify themselves as Jewish. Now, obviously, the truth is not every one of these millionaires are are real Christian, born-again, Bible-believing Christians. That's the truth. But another thing is that there's a lot of people who love the Lord, who are getting into heaven, and are completely impoverished. So the question is, what separates these Christians, the ones who have all the money in the world, from the Christians who have to decide between rent And food. And so I'm going to give you over the next two podcasts the five reasons that these Christian millionaires and billionaires are different from everybody else. So the first thing is that they understand the importance of wealth. They understand the importance of wealth. The worst thing you can actually do to hinder yourself financially is to not understand the importance of wealth or to downplay the importance of wealth. Oh, money's not that important. Oh, money's not that important. Money's not that important. It really is. Oh, I'll manage. I'll Bless the Lord. Money's not important. That, 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 that's somebody who probably doesn't have a lot of money because they're downplaying the importance of wealth. And I gave you the story of one Henry Crowell Parson who was impressed by um, the sermon of a deal Moody. And he said, oh, my God, if you will allow me to make money. And keep my name out of it. Let it be for your glory. Because he understood the importance of wealth. <clears throat> and what's funny, another guy was John D. Rockefeller. So John D. Rockefeller, he came from a, a single parent home, single mom. His his dad was nowhere to be found. He was out there with, with other women. And one of the things that was his motivation for becoming wealthy was the church he had attended. Because John Rockefeller was a Bible-believing, born-again Christian the church that he was attending actually was behind on their debt payments. And so this guy, he, along with the pastor, worked, begged, persuaded, almost threatened people, and they got it paid. And that was his motivation for becoming wealthy, giving money to the Lord's work. 
That was one of his main motivations besides taking care of his, his, his mom, his family, himself. One of his main motivations was to be able to give to and handle the Lord's work important, importantly. Uh, excuse me, handle the Lord's work. So I think that one of the things we need to understand is that like these Christian millionaires, they understand the importance of wealth. They see its importance. They talk about it. And as a result, they the thing that you focus on and that you place importance on is the thing that you will get more out of or more of. So that's the first thing. The second thing is that they understand the importance of sales. So Jay Gunnar Olson had a problem. He was a budding industrialist and was learning to trust God with his business. He was prospering, but for some reason, his sales were slow. But during this period, he called himself a yo-yo Christian because when things were going well, he was happy. When they, things weren't going well, he was depressed. So he went on a 14-day fast, crying out to the Lord for direction. On the last day of the fast, he got a call from an intercessor, a woman he highly respected, and she had a word from the Lord. The word was simple. Get out there and sell. You need to do your part to Gunner. And according to him, it was practical and it was a word from God. I'd become so super spiritual that I was no earthly good. Now, there was recent research that many self-made millionaires and billionaires held sales job when they were younger. <coughs> Excuse me. And they considered that sales experience crucial to their success. And these Christian millionaires are no different. So David Stewart, who is the founder and chairman of the of uh, IT Worldwide Technology, is a current net worth of $3 billion. And he said he had actually a very long sales career at FedEx. He was actually recognized as salesman of the year, and he was inducted into the company's Hall of Fame. And he believed it was his ability to sell that aided him well in his business career. His words... As CEO, most of my time is spent selling. About 50% of the time I'm involved in the field meeting with customers and vendors. Most of the rest of my time involves meetings with our own people. And I have to sell them too. Believe me, it is essential that I have their support. If they can't be sold, the project gets canned. I never take it for granted that they're automatically on board. Often, it's necessary to feel their questions and if there's resistance... We discuss their objections and schedule additional meetings from some discussion. No matter how much I believe in something and want to move it forward, a project that lacks support is doomed to fail. Most people will downplay the importance of selling. They don't think it's a real profession. They think that everybody does it as a charlatan. They think that it's not a good thing because no, nobody wants to be sold. I don't want to be selling anybody. But the fact of the matter is Christian millionaires and billionaires understand that nothing, absolutely nothing happens without a sale. So look out for the next three. I'll talk to you tomorrow.